Okay. This is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Thursday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Like always, it's Thursday night. You know what that means. We're going to be chatting about Star Wars. We're going to be getting into it, getting into the deep dive on Star Bros. Hey, but before we get into it, guys, drop by the website, www.averagefellows.com. You can check out the uh, coffee subscription that we got going on there. We've got a four-ounce bag of specialty craft roast coffee, and we also have a 12-ounce bag available. So check it out at the website, www.averagefellows.com. AverageFellows.com. If you need a simple graphic or if you need someone to build you a website, drop by the website. We got some services, explanations there for you guys to check out. www.averagefellows.com. All right. Got through it all, guys. We're going to uh, move into the Star Wars content here. It's Thursday night. We get into every anything and everything Star Wars. I'm with my one and only co-host, Beast Mode Squats. What's going on, my guy? How are you doing? Uh, doing good. Another week of Star Bros. Heck yeah. We got <clears throat> it going. I know, what, what? Heck yeah, man! That's what I'm talking about uh, super excited. I mean, I'm I so much news. We have news that we're that's for the end. So, but uh, so excited because we had a huge chapter. Chapter four was a big one. It was a big. It one. was a big one. Yeah, yeah. It makes up for last week's, which was a short chapter. But this yeah. chapter was a big chapter. Not just in like actually, it was a long chapter to read, but there was actually a lot going on in this chapter. So there was um, a lot of, of stuff in there. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. We say that we say that every week though. We are like, oh my god, there was so much, oh, <laughs> so much. But literally, this was a huge chapter, and we had like, I mean, personally, I dug into it. I Wikipedia'd in this yeah. chapter for sure. No, for sure. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I did, just... well, I didn't Wikipedia anything, but I did. I ended up getting the audio book for it, <laughs> so I could listen <laughs> listen to it and read it at the same time and highlight. That sounds highlight like it's so much pieces. better. I, I'm wondering if they'll read it to you or like a YouTube video, read it to you. Because <laughs> I'm horrible at reading, but I got through it, though. It was legit. It was cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's jump into yeah. this. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into Chapter 4. Uh, yeah, Chapter 4, man. Um, yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you start it? Well, basically, like, Vernestra, she, she ends up – well, what we start off is Vernestra is going into the dining room uh, for dinner, pretty much. Yeah, which one of the is six. One of the six. One dining of rooms. six <laughs> dining rooms on the location on the ship. Oh my god! I'm like, dude, this is like, yeah, this is like the, the Titanic of all the ships, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we get this. Uh, uh, Vernestra is going into the dining room, and mm. uh, Vern, basically, like, uh, she's talking to Master Douglas and Avon. Avon calls her basically Master Douglas. Uh, uh, what is it called? Like Avon calls her Vern because of him, pretty much. Right, right. Uh, so Avon, kind of, we yeah. we we sort of get where that where the where the nickname come from and stuff, and uh, we also get Master Douglas's Padawan. Um, yep. Uh, Im- Imri, 
Canteros. It's Canteros. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Emery Canteros. Yes. I, I think it's kind of funny is that some of these names sound super Spanish. I'm just like, whoa, that's like <laughs> super. That's totally a Spanish last name there in space in Star Wars. <laughs> In Star Wars, yeah. yeah. But one of the things that, like, uh, Master Douglas recognizes Avon as, like, a genius and says, like, she's one of the greatest minds of her generation. Like, that's he right. applauds her for that. That's true. And he, yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's the definition of, well, definition, Master Douglas, he was a tall human, uh, uh, stocky and inclusive, was a human male Jedi master of the Jedi Order during the High Republic era who served as the marshal of the outpost Port Hail Cap. Hail Leap. My bad. Yeah. I keep oh, on saying Hail Cap. Book here, the book <laughs> says that he had a, a dark beard. He kept a, he kept a thick, unkept dark beard, and uh, his face was pale. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he, rarely, he rarely wore his w- robes. Instead, he would wear a simple tunic and trousers of the outer rim. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. kind of he wanted to blend in with the people there, huh? Yeah, and um, I like how they gave the a lot of thing, description about him. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so that the only thing that that uh, he had he did have his lightsaber as a proper mm-hmm. Jedi always would, but that was the only indication of a status that you know that he yeah. was a Jedi master. Um, <clears throat> that night it says that he had worn a uh, he requ- he wore the uh, required tabard of the Jedi Master. The gold, the gold scroll work set against the snowy material, uh, impressive even if it was uh, clearly had been uh, hastily unpacked. So this just goes to show that you know this is an unkept Jedi. He doesn't really care about materialistic things yeah. in the world. He's about getting his job done. As a matter of fact, he wanted to blend in with the people so that way he you know so that way they wouldn't you know he didn't feel left out. I guess you know. Well, I feel I feel like he's not like Obi Wan and like Anakin where they had a new wardrobe like a wardrobe change <laughs> every after every movie. mission. You know, every other every other scene like Obi Wan and Anakin had like a brand new. The brand new brown sweater, you know. I'm like, dude, this guy like goes. He's just a G. He's like, you know, I'm gonna wear what I got. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Um, But you know, um, go ahead, go go for it. Um. So basically, like you know, kind of what I was getting in this beginning of uh, chapter four is sort of they're all about to have dinner and stuff, and they're all hanging out, Mm -hmm. having dinner in this dining hall. And they're just kind of going over the characters. They're showing you who's there because we kind of have a lot of people in one room finally. Yeah. Um, you know, we get we get we get the Jedi Master Douglas and his Padawan Vern's there. Ava's Vern's gonna, there. Ava's and we there. J Six is walking in. You know. So we're. And then we also get. Here. We get a new guy, Emery, or exactly. Emery, or is it? Yeah, we get Jedi, we got yeah. Master Douglas Padawan. Master Douglas Padawan, and so and he's a human boy from. Uh, uh, gen, gen, it's like genetic or genetica or something like that. I don't know how to exactly say the name. These are some tough, yeah, Gentia, you know. But he, yeah, something like that. But he had spent his youngling years on the main temple on Coruscant, though. Right. Yeah, and it <clears> says <throat> that he was uh, he was he was on an astron uh, astronomical object. Uh, gen, oh well, jet. Genita or whatever, whatever it is, I don't know, <laughs> was an astronomical uh, object that was orbited by seven moons. Pretty much it was a planet that was, it was a big planet. Yeah. 
And uh, was the homeworld of the human Emery Con- Conteros? I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Butchering his last name. But yeah. And he had an uncanny uh, knack for perceiving the feelings and thoughts of those around him. So ooh, the ooh. <clears throat> the the cool thing I thought about the you know about this chapter though, like I said, they were all kind of leading into this dining hall. We kind of get everybody there. It's sort of like a happy family picture because everybody's finally getting to yeah. hang out, right? Um, and one of the things that they kind of talked about was uh, Venestra was. It said Venestra had asked. Um, I'm sorry. Um, sorry, a little bit past that. It says, uh, more and more, it seemed that the Jedi would spread their light throughout the galaxy and more life uh, better for all and, or throughout the galaxy and make life better for all. Wasn't that why the Republic had undertaken construction of the Starlight Beacon? Because the unbenevolence of the Jedi? This is, I mean, this is kind of like the kind of the kicker that they were kind of like playing out here for us, that the Jedi are sort of spreading this, this hope throughout the galaxy, right? That their powers, their abilities are are what is really fueling this hope. And I think that's where the Jedi went wrong is in their pride, them thinking that it's them. I think that's kind of where we're going to start to see the downfall of it. Um, let's keep moving. This was a big chapter. There was just a lot of, like I said, just a lot of like character development mm-hmm. here. We just kind of hear about the Padawan trials. Um, we hear oh, that yeah. Vern um, is the youngest Padawan to pass her trials in a very long yeah. time. Once again, I mean, we, they've already told us that, but we hear it again and we, we the find force out empathy. that. Right. Exactly. We hear about the force empathy kind of stuff here. And mm-hmm. we also go on to hear that the trials are both, uh, that, I'm sorry. And then it went on to go to say that the uh, that um um that the trials are designed to test both an individual Jedi's strength and weakness. No two trials yes. are the same. Uh, Master Douglas in- interjected. So I mean, there's a little bit of nuggets here that we're getting about the Jedi trials a little bit, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, one of the things, like uh, the the pop, uh, basically like the the population of you know where they're at. Uh, Denal, uh, or the there was a war on Denala, or de, de, um, a century Delana. before, pretty much de, Delena, yeah. And the population responded by becoming a culture Delana. that trained constantly yeah. for battle. And you know the trials are made. We we also know the trials are made to, like you said, to test the strength and weaknesses. No two, Jedi, two yeah. trials are the same, pretty much. Um, which is so crazy because we also get force empathy. And uh, that was one of the things that was brought up was force empathy. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like it's super important. And I researched it. Yeah. And it was a force power related to force sense, but involved picking up impressions of an individual's feelings and general uh, emotional state. So we're getting like these, not only is the force just the force, but the force also has multiple sub genres of powers in it right yeah yeah and i never really knew that i never really like i figured like the force you could read minds you can um you could know you could cause people to talk different you know because we we grew up with that you know we grew up in the movies but now we're getting like these force powers that are different you know i I know i get it no i totally and i we kind of get to like we 
I, I, I feel like we're kind of like set up to for this. Um, it's the calm before the storm in this in this sort of like this part of the chapter because yeah. they're just kind of like giving us little nuggets of things here and there and little backstories on the rest of the character. There's really no like plot development here. It's just all about the characters and us yes. kind of getting a little bit more, you know, a little bit more deep with what what you know what the Jedi trials are. We're getting little hints about like new sort of like um, understanding of the Force and how it works, you know. And, uh, well, the I ambassadors was... and everybody, we're getting like so many. We get we get like so many characters in this chapter. It's ridiculous. We got like, you know, and like we get Jenks. Who's or is it Jenks or Genix? I don't know if you. I don't know. I'm sorry. What? Uh, we get so many characters, and so like the Pantaren female ambassador Jenks. Uh, yeah. You know. Who was part of the of a delegation that was to be sent from Denal, uh, Del, uh, Delnia, Dalna to meet with the Galactic Republic at the Starlight Beacon aboard the Steady Wing? So, like, we're getting all these characters who were uh, of authority of polit- politics. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know. The thing, okay, so I just I want to kind of get I want to get back to the chapter though, like I I because there's a lot when we get back to, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to explain it, but like one like you the first part of it like I said is really slow. The first couple pages there's just little nuggets here and there. It's nothing really impressive. We get into the chapter yeah. a little bit as we start to unfold. We start to hear more about the hyperspace lanes. Remember that we read about yeah. that at the beginning of the book, the hyperspace mm-hmm. um, lanes and. Um, and basically what happens is that it says on, on um, they're talking about these hyperspace lanes and they were talking about how, um, how there had been some, um, some recent disasters in these hyperspace lanes. Yeah. Right. And that, that it had been thought that it was an act of sabotage and master Douglas has actually been, he's actually been given, he's been given, he's been tasked to like oversee the, uh, the safety of the hyperspace lanes, right? Yeah. And even says here they talked about the initial destruction of the legacy run set off the in legacy a series run. of yes, uh, cat- cataclysms, uh, of people calling em- uh, emergencies an eruption of re- remnants of wreckage appearing randomly across the galaxy. And they basically, basically, what was from what I was kind of imagining was that these like these ships were getting were becoming disappeared in the middle of hyperspace yeah. and then showing up in a random part of the galaxy with just pieces of the ship you know what i'm saying yeah that's what yeah. it sounds like and to even me. the and that's exactly what it, you know the it said a, a, cat, a cataclysmic uh, people calling emer- emergencies an eruption of remnants of wreckage so i mean whether or not either these ships were going through portals or something and then just getting shredded apart, you know? Yeah. I, you know, who knows what was going, what exactly. But even uh, Amiri said the uh, he, uh, the Hezel system, which was a triple star system situated in the Outer Rim territories, the largest of the systems, Three Suns, was an R-class star. And uh, they would do the legacy run, the legacy run, uh, due to the legacy run, it created the emergence. Is it the emergencies? It's just the emergence. Emergence, 
which were a series of disasters that occurred in the aftermath of the great disaster in which the freighter legacy run came apart in hyperspace. Wow. Yeah, so it was just like, holy snap. So because of this one thing, it caused havoc for these multiple star, uh, multiple ships, you know. Well, then Douglas, uh, Master Douglas was basically, it said later on says that he was, uh, said it with his usual good cheer, uh, that it was a heartbreaking catastrophe to be sure. Mm -hmm. But the Jedi and the Republic come together to handle it, not just the initial disaster, but the subsequent emergencies as well. And there's nothing to fear now. So he's trying to reassure like the ambassador. He's trying to reassure the rest of the staff that, Hey man, like those were happening. That happened a long time ago. That happened a while back. Don't worry about it. We're all good here. Yeah. But Jenks, but Janix or whatever she are the, or the ambassador is like, but do we know this for certain? Like, are you sure that everything's going to be fine? You know, which is true because like we've seen it before where we've got like, Everything's fine. Like, okay, the Sith are no more. But the we thing heard is, this uh, in Star Wars. The 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 funny thing though is that like he's saying this, like, no, nah, everything is good, right? And the amb- ambassador Jenks, she basically is kind of like, do we know that this is happening? Like, do we know that yeah. for sure? Like, this for certain? Like, everything's okay because, um, you know that ship that happened, the uh, you know the the legacy run, that ship's actually still breaking apart in hyperspace as yeah. we speak, like currently. And then, <laughs> even on page uh, on page thirty nine, it goes like the reason. Here was one of the things I wrote. The reason for seeing emergence emergence is not because of the original ship; it's still breaking up in hyperspace lanes, but because the sabotagers are still on the job. So it's like, what? You know, so there's still something, there's still shady things going down, you know? And I don't remember, last week I talked about hyperspace technology. We talked about, we talked about light speed and stuff, right? And here in this, in this chapter, we kind of get that it supported my theory here. It says there's later, uh, further down after we talked, what we just talked about, it says there's nothing to fear. This is Master Douglas talking. Hyperspace is safe as it has always been. Even safer than the, than even safer since the Republic undertook the mapping project a century ago. Ago, yeah. Wow. I wrote that down in my notes. Put, I was like, what? He, he goes on to say, so we will be traveling through hyperspace. Uh, then said Avon, and Douglas nodded. Eventually, I spoke to the pilot, and most of this, and most of the system access points to the hyperspace lanes are still closed. So they actually so, cannot. They can't do. They can't just turn on hyper. They can't just get into light speed. They actually have to go to a port. No, to get into go a to hyperspace a lane. Yep. Yeah. And so the mapping project. I actually wrote the definition. I looked it up. Ooh, yeah. And so it's that. the it's the Galactic Republic undertaking. The map, pro- the mapping project of hyperspace. The project was intended to make hyperspace travel safer. Wow. Because, like I said, the ships were coming out destroyed. They would go through hyperspace, and there was no tracking. There was no light speed tracking. There's no, you know, you even catch um, in Star Wars, you know, even Han Solo's like, well, we have to map it out, or else we could end up inside of a star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can't just go into light speed like nothing, you know. Yeah, and so we're catching, we're we're getting these small tidbits about dude. This is crazy hyperspace dude. travel. Imagine if you were in space right now. Would you know <laughs> that we'd had to map it out before we just hit light speed randomly? 
No, because like, nah. I get no. <laughs> I would just hit the lights, Chewy. Hit the light speed. <laughs> you know, I never knew this. You know, yeah. I never knew this stuff until I read this, and I was thinking, I was like, whoa, like this is some crazy stuff because you don't get this in the movies. Yeah, you don't. We actually get had this to. Perspective. We actually had to. I had to research this on Wikipedia, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but that's what you're here for, man. You're bringing that value. You're bringing that value. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it also said, like, on page 40, it says um, Vern didn't like that they were going into hyperspace, but she couldn't tell if it was her own mis- mis- uh, misgivings or mis- um, yeah, no, yeah, right. misgivings about traveling uh, traveling the lanes or the nervousness of the Denal De- uh, Del- delegation. <sighs> How do you say it? Dalnin. Dalnin. Okay, sorry. I've been saying Denalin. Yeah, it's uh, all right. Dalnin. D- Dalnin delegation. Uh, the Del- the, the Dalnin rarely left their home planet and disliked space travel. I th- it, it, further down, it even wanted to say that. that uh, where does it? Let me see here. So on page 40, on page 40. Yeah. So this is where things start yeah. to get a little spicy on page 40, man. This is the piece that oh, yeah. I was kind of like excited for. Cause then it goes on to say that, um, Vanestra, uh, she basically felt like she was being pushed into her seat. No, it said, well, let me back up. It says here, it says Douglas grinned, but he's, but his smile evaporated too quickly stars. He breathed. He threw out his hands, and Vanestra felt like she was being pushed into her seat. Pushed. Mm-hmm. That was when she felt the disturbance in the force. In the force. Uh, yes, I wrote that down too. I was like, dude. But check what out it what was, it says, though. And what does it say? It says, yep. it was like a blade like slicing through her. Slicing through her. A sharp edge made of fear and panic. What? So, so I'm wondering, like, that's how she felt with the force going through her. When she Do felt all the, Jedi, when she felt the, the disturbance, disturbance in the force. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm wondering, we never really got that detail in any of Jedi feeling no. that like, they always say there's a disturbance in the force, but I'm wondering if it. this is the disturbance that they disturbance. felt. And it's just like, could you imagine that the disturbance part? There's been a disturbance in the force, and then you just like imagine that in your chest, that slicing blade through that sharp edge, yeah. made of fear and panic, and made like, of fear and panic. Could you imagine if you well, could feel that? Oh my gosh! Well, you kind of get that with you. Remember when Yoda, when Order sixty six happens, Yoda like grabs his chest. Yeah, it's, oh, you're right. Ooh. Uh, you remember that in, that in, in episode back. three? Yeah. He just yes. Like, he's like, uh, oh. and he's like, uh, and he drops his cane on the floor. Yeah, because he's on Kashyyyk, like, right? Bro. Yeah, he's on Kashyyyk. That's right. And like all the Jedi are getting like assassinated, and he straight up drops his, his cane on the floor. It's like, bro. Oh. And so that's what I'm feeling it now, like. dude. Yeah. I'm feeling it now. Yes. It says made of fear and panic. It says, but yeah. it wasn't coming from her companions. It was coming from every from other living, living thing, thing, on the, on the thing, thing on the ship. On the ship. There were yes. several large crashes, and then alarms began alarms to blare. I imagine the alarms from like the ro- from like the uh, from the new ones. The ones like uh, the. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that are like in Count Dooku's lair, like type yeah, thing. Yeah, those ones are sick, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're dope. And it says that the dining room roof like ripped off, ripped away to reveal yeah. this the stars above. Dude. So wild, bro. This thing blew, this thing blew up, right? It blew up. It was this ship was sabotaged right away. Like that's what I got. Dude, it said they ripped it off. It said is it right there, dude? It said it says uh It went off the uh, the dining room roof ripped away to reveal the stars above. Like holy Master Douglas used the force to hold everyone in place. Okay, hold on. Master Douglas yelled out, reaching out with the force to hold everyone at the table in place. Master Douglas is a G, dude. Dude, for real. Like Imagine like, and you got to think about it. Like, uh, like even, uh, like I wonder, like even when like they're in space and this is happening, dude, they're like, doing this so they can cover still. up for Princess Leia's Mary Poppins spacewalk. That's why they're I doing this. <laughs> they're covering up for for Princess Leia's Mary Poppins spacewalk right now. Because yeah, here's yeah. Master Douglas using the Force to hold everybody in their seat Place. in the vacuum of space. Yeah, and I think this 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 yeah calls back to you know she Mary Poppins her way back into the ship. Yeah, exactly. But Which because he the says whole here, movie. it did for me, dude. Oh, it said, it said the vacuum of space pulled all the available atmosphere out of the ship, creating a sucking motion that mm-hmm. made Venestra's eyes water. Droids flew out into the black, as well as dishes, tablecloths, and Venestra threw her own energy into keeping everyone in at the table so they would not also be pulled out into the unforgiving void. That's crazy. Even Venestra using the force to try to hold them at the table. Wow. Yeah. She leaned by, uh, but it sent her into the end over and tumbling. It was like she was trying to hold. She wasn't as strong as Master Douglas, Mm -hmm. but she was trying to hold them in too. And it also says like, um, was it called? Their faith in her, her faith in uh, her abilities, brought faith, uh, brought forth a, a, uh, a, a was it a refreshing burst or a, refra- a, a burst of energy, and for and force was all around her, and there was not, there was no, uh, sharp, uh, shed of doubt in her now. You know, so like in through this. Through on page uh, forty three. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know it talks about how yeah. she was when she was using the force. How like there was no shadow of a doubt that she was like she had to use her powers for good. Like you know, like in some way, I've, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. So well, the thing is, like, okay, so like, there's a, there's they ripped up something ripped up in the 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 roof of the ship, right? And so Master yes. Douglas and Vanessa are using the force to try to hold people in the ship so they don't get sucked out into yeah. the vacuum of space, right? Master Douglas mm-hmm. is like, yo, you gotta unjam, um, you gotta unjam this door so that way we can close this emergency hatch. Basically, is what he's telling Vanessa, and so she yeah. has to make this this like daredevil move to remove this chair that is lodged stuck uh, in, in the bottom of this track the... that is that is stopping the uh, the the uh, the emergency uh like hatch to close right hatch to close yeah yeah but they call and it that, the bulkhead that... they call it the bulkhead to close but instead yes, of the hatch the bulkhead it's to close and but then but like yeah then we move on to the part where it says that she was a jedi and she was uh 
and the Jedi protected all life and she could do this. And, and then that's when it says her faith and her ability brought forth a fresh burst of energy and the force was with her all around her. It filled her and flowed through her as she'd ran across the bulkhead lightsaber drawn. She that's slashed the chair blocking the track, shaving off a bit of the bulkhead. And she sliced through, uh, uh, what is it called? Any debris that threatened, was it, the to jam it up. So, you know, we get to come into a close here on the end of this chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, Master Douglas had had, basically says he held his hands, held up his hands, and uh, and the, the noise died down. And... Basically, he was just like, "Hey, man, we need to, we need to, like, we need to evacuate." Need to evacuate you know, as soon as so, as soon as the, as soon as she kind of, you know, the door closed and everything, he, you know, called it quits with using the force, and then the 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 noise finally died down. He's like, "Hey, we got to get out of here," and they finally kind of come to the conclusion that they believe that something hit the steady wing. Steady so, wing. Yep. An emergence anyway, happens. Possibly, perhaps an emergence. You know, we're not sure yet, mm-hmm. but that's what that's what they say is ha- may have 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 happened, right? So, um, in it says this like chapter, the door, oh, I was gonna say like it says the door was shut closed. Not even the emergency release could open it. Master Douglas sliced it open with his lightsaber and said, "We need to move." Vern, lead the way. I was like, <laughs> "What?" That was like a cool part. I I I, I thought that was cool. So all in all, though, like this chapter, though, I mean, like when we get down to it, there was sort of like they were sort of just kind of setting the stage for us to get a catastrophic catastrophic event. You know what I'm saying? Because like they they took their time and kind of laying it up for us. um, And they were just kind of going through each of the characters sort of minds and like emotions at the time right before this. The roof gets ripped off this ship, you know, Um, and they have to use the force to hold everybody inside. Yeah. and we even get the priming with the whole entire, like, you know, hey, uh, is it still safe to travel in the hyperspace lanes? You know, they're not even in hyperspace yeah. and they think they may have hit something, you know, so who knows? Could it be? It, it, it be... reminds me of like, it, it reminds me of like space Titanic. Yeah, a little bit. It does. It <laughs> does know, remind me of space Titanic. Me of. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so that's what I was getting while I was reading this. And I'm like, I'm thinking... Space Titanic mixed with uh, is like it starts with a P with the ships like going down. Poseidon, it was like it was like Titanic and Poseidon into one in space. Yeah, that's what I got. No, I agree with you, man. I agree, man. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? happen And uh, what do you think is going to happen in chapter five? I think they're going to have to take escape pods. And they're gonna have to bounce off the ship if it's gonna if it's gonna if it's falling apart, it's right. sabotaged. But I want to know who sabotaged it. I think it's that crew that we found out about early on. And the earlier they they snuck aboard. Remember, For they were sure. like, they were, and Vernesha was like, "There's an uneasy feeling." But she's been feeling that this whole time, though. She's been feeling like uneasy. Something's going on. She's been like, it's been sketchy. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. No, I, I, like think I, said, I think you're right. I think, like, gonna, I think they're going to get those escape pods. I think they're going to find the escape pods because they do that every time the ship starts to break up. Find the escape pod. They get off. They get stranded on a planet. From there, they have to try and get help from the Republic to get off the planet. But then 
the uh-huh. Sith appears and the Sith tries Up to here. make their move. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said before, I think one of the close friends, like my assumptions, one of the close friends is going to turn on them. It always happens. Yeah, like, that's, I'm true. Just, that's true. That's true. It, that's I, I'm making an assumption. We're only in like like I said, we're we're barely in the fifth chapter. We're gonna be in the fifth chapter this week coming up. And but I think somebody's gonna turn evil or somebody's gonna turn to the dark side. Yeah, I just have this feeling. You know, I'm just no, like totally, ah, totally I'm waiting. Right. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the reveal too. All yeah. right, man. Well, that does it. No, no, no. We're getting to Star Wars. Getting to Star Wars Junior, but I think that does it yeah, for. I think that, that does it for the High Republic: A Test of Courage for tonight. That was Chapter uh-huh. Four, and then next week we'll get into Chapter Five. Chapter Five uh-huh. next week, Heck man. Yeah. Five chapters chapter deep, Five. Man. Moving on through the book here. Um, Chapter Five next week. Star Wars. And then even news. the first sentence. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Amiri could swear in his heart was about to pound. Oh my goodness. Oh. That's just a snippet for next week. Hmm. But Star Bros news alerts. Heck yeah. Do you have anything first off? No, no, no you go for it. Go for it. Okay. Uh, Pat posted March 11th. Grogu will reportedly get his own lightsaber in season three. Oh, Wait, no. what? What? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Okay, spoilers already. I'm just letting you know. Okay, I'm a guy, like, I'm digging deep. I dig deep, okay? This could be real. It could be fake. I don't know, but I'm just throwing this out there. We yeah. could see the return of Grogu, and he could get his lightsaber in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. I hope so. I hope so. Which is so cool. Question is, how will Mando and baby Grogu reunite again in the future? So that's the question. That's my question because it, I read it up and it was like Grogu was reportedly getting his lightsaber in season three. But I'm like, wait, didn't he go with Luke? So is he going to be training with Luke, you know, on Oct 2? No, I, I feel it. Actually, no, no. Because he would have to go to the old Jedi Temple where he left to. But I don't no, know where that Jedi Temple was on. No, I don't think so. I think he would be. I don't think he would be. Go, I think he'd be going to. Uh, someone that Luke may have found, you know, some temple that Luke mm-hmm. may have found somewhere is probably where he's going. Um, it says like real from quick the though, insider or oh, go ahead, go for it. Real quick for, before we continue though, let's, uh, let's not, uh, let's take a moment real quick to, uh, to honor the, uh, the women for national, uh, women's women's day was national yesterday, women's right? Day. Was that yeah. yesterday? I think national women's day was yesterday. It was on Monday, so if, it was if on think, Monday. It, it was on Monday. Sure. It was on Monday, so you know um, we gotta get props to all the queen, the queens out there, and all the princesses out there. Princess Leia, hardcore. Princess Leia, Queen of Madala's out there, and the Princess Leia's out there. Heck yeah. Yo, Princess Leia's a G though. <laughs> she's yeah. a hardcore G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't but say yes. the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, from uh, no, more news uh, from Insider and Film Scoop da- Scooper uh, Scoop Daniel Reitman. He said on his Patreon account that Baby Yoda will indeed return as a trainee Jedi with his own lightsaber. 
That's a rumor. I think it's a rumor, but Richmond, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Reitman, not Richmond, Reitman. So sure, we'll see what happens. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he does return, I'm so happy. I think it's a money thing. I think they're just going to – it's a it's a cash cow. Get, get a bit, Grogu's a cash cow. Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, I get you I know. Get I'm just excited. I'm just excited for for you know more Grogu content, man. I could not okay. see him. The fact that there's a possibility he's gonna be in season three, you know, to me that's already. I'm already. That's I'm like, so cool. Thank God, you know. I don't. I don't want to see him go away. It was hard to imagine yeah. him leaving because I just really love the character. So yeah. I I, I want to see more of him, and that would be cool to see his development as a Jedi. That'd be um, super cool. We already know about the Bad Batch coming May the 4th. We already know about that already. Uh, Sweet. Here's one for y'all. Uh, here's some for all y'all Marvel fans out there. Benedict, but it's kind of sad. Benedict Cumberbatch turned down the role of playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. What? <laughs> wow. Yes. That's fine. And, and speculation has been that they're trying to look at Robert Downey Jr. Oh gosh, I do not want. And to see like, Robert Downey I'm like, I hope he turns it down too. <laughs> I know, me too, man. But uh, Benedict Cumberbatch turned down the role of playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. If you don't remember, uh, Ahsoka Tano is on a mission to go after Grand Admiral Thrawn, and that's going to appear in the Ahsoka story. The Spoko spinoff. Can't wait for all uh, that. Liam Neeson's is reporting returning for Qui-Gon Jinn Disney Plus series. Liam Neeson's! Liam Neeson! Liam Neeson's reportedly returning. So I'm thinking, like, is it going to be like a young Qui-Gon Jinn, or is he going to be like, maybe he's going to appear with Obi-Wan for Obi-Wan's? I don't know, but that sounds so dope. I cannot wait. If that's true, I hope it is. Uh, Disney. I hope he gets his own return Disney Plus series. Yeah. Um, also, too, uh, a Star Wars fan made and built a replica of the Razor Crest gunship in Russia. Okay, get this. Construction took over a year to build. What? <laughs> you can look it up. Uh, it was on CBS News. Uh, the owner's friend said. His car, his the owner's friends sold his car to help with funding, and sponsors evenly stepped in to help. The finished model was approximately forty-six feet long, thirty-three feet wide, and thirteen feet tall. Weighed over a ton. Dang, (laughs) dude, to make his own Razor Crest. Oh my God, how dope is that, right? And also, too, this is the last little bit of news that I have right here. Rumor that Commando, Commander Cody might appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and Mandalorian Season 3. That's what's up. What? Commander Cody has to be old by now, but if we all know that's that's uh, Jango Fett's clone. Right. We all know that if you've seen Clone Wars and Star Wars in general. But that's so awesome. I really, I really enjoyed. You know, I, I, I hope a lot of this news is true, true, true. <laughs> sure. Like you say, I'll believe it when I see it. 
I know, right? Like the yeah. Obi Wan, like Obi Wan training, you know. Obi Wan when when McGregor put on his post on Instagram, I was like, okay, I'm a believer. They're making the Obi Wan Kenobi series, dude. I know. I'm excited for that, man. <laughs> I'm excited. Hey, man. I think we're gonna call it a night, man. We're gonna go ahead and uh, sign off on this thing. Heck yeah. Uh, any last words before we sign off, bro? Uh, just looking forward to, uh, you know, what else is to come. You know, um, I'm definitely looking forward to season three of Mandalorian. I know that's not going to happen till like October, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 going to come by fast. And also, too, I know uh, we also get the Bo- Book of Boba coming out in December, too. So, can't wait for that. Uh, I really can't. Super stoked, man. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're at that 40 minute marker. Uh, hey, drop by the website, www.averagefellas.com, or your specialty craft roast coffee. Or if you want to take a look at some of the uh, studio services that we provide. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, guys. Once again, leave us a rating, a review, anything, uh, a like, a subscribe that helps us rank up in directories. We really appreciate it, guys. Uh, once again, Thursday nights is all about Star Wars, anything and everything Star Wars, nerd content. Uh, thank you so much for participating with us and hanging out, listening to the fellas. All right, we'll catch you guys later.